I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, T, question for you. Yes. Okay, so you have weighed in. You're on the record. Uh, a lot of publications, you know, took what you said on the show when they ran with it a few days ago when you said you weren't sure if Rodgers could handle New York. Mm-hmm. Okay, with the media, all that comes with it, I vehemently disagree. Well, it's that, not even about him handling well, New York. It's just being sensitive well, but they, about, yes. the, about the amount of, of questions that are come his way. Well, yeah. Because he seems that's... like he has to answer to it. And really, I was protecting our guy. Rappaport, I mean, no, Rappaport. Are you, are you, don't get separation from the quotes. Let me just I'm not getting separation. Dude, he's going to get asked these things. And okay. now you're going you're you're sure to respond? Handle it. You're going to respond to all of them? Well, but does that not mean you're not sure if you can handle New yes. York? Okay. Yes. You couldn't, why couldn't you just, what are you doing? Because there's nuance in how I said it. All right, but it's called the bridge, a transitional the print, bridge. The, the print media has to put it in, 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 in ways that make people want to pick it up and read it. <laughs> there it is. That's just what it is. Well, we don't do the same thing in radio. Of course we do. All right. But radio, you talk it out. In print, you don't. Yeah, we flush through it, right? <laughs> All right. So you said what you said and whatever mm-hmm. you said. I get it. Nothing bad. Don't say it was bad. You right. just said what you said. It is what it is. Okay. So I'm not sure Derek Carr can handle the New York media. Mm-hmm. Who do you Why? think? Well, he's very sensitive. Yeah, but not in a not in a malicious way. No, 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 not not in a, a, not in a the, not, not, not in a confrontational way. No, but possibly in the soft way for some. Not for me. Hmm. I don't. I, I like, and I'm talking about when he was crying at the podium. I'm not making fun <laughs> of it. I'm, I'm really not. I, I actually respect it. You care that much about your job. Oh, yeah, I respect you. But that's not the way it's going to be perceived here. If that happens again, and he's two and six, I'm just saying it's not, and you know that, yes. all right. So, the questions with Carr and the New York media, mm-hmm. whatever they are, and the questions with Rogers and the New York media, which one is more worrisome? Because we could unpack the football stuff all day, I but think, the other stuff. I think Aaron Rodgers could be more disruptive. Because I, I don't think there's any maliciousness. And what Derek Carr does, he's because he's not that kind of guy. He's 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 true to himself. Wears his emotions on the sleeve. I think that actually sells well in New York. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you, kind of, you almost have to have that if you are going to consistently be in the spotlight. Like if you're if you're a left guard, maybe it's not that important. But if you're a quarterback, head coach, you know, defensive end, if you're one of those guys that people are looking to for intel and quotes and pulse of the team, you, you got to be real. You can't have, you can't be malicious. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I worry about with Aaron. Not with Derek Carr though. Cause I think Eric, Derek Carr, he just, he just, he's true to who he is. But you don't think Rogers has ever been malicious, do you? Maybe um, aloof. Malicious is strong. Not, I mean, malicious. Maybe it's, it's strong, but he, it's like, he's trying to, make you feel insignificant. 
Okay. Right, that's clearly what he was doing with Ian Rapport and Schefter. I know you guys are trying to do your job, but you don't know what the hell you're doing. It's just it's just it's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Who cares what if they know what they're doing or not? They're, they're just trying to do their job. You don't know who they're talking to. You may think that nobody in your inner circle is, is commenting, but maybe they are. Or maybe Pat McAfee gave them this 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 idea because he fills in for McAfee at, on times. Ian Rapaport does. So I just think it's I don't know. It's it's demeaning in a in a sense, and I don't think that sells well in New York. Yeah, yeah, that's. Um... It's an interesting depiction. I, if let's put it this way, if let's say, let's say two circumstances, mm-hmm. one with Carr, one with Rogers, in non-rotating worlds, they're actually both here, and Rogers stumbles, and then he reacts how we think he might. Mm-hmm. Would that play? But I don't think unquote, he's gonna. I don't no, think, no, quote yeah. unquote better than Carr if Carr's here and Carr stumbled. I think we would appreciate Carr more. I will give you that. Yeah, but uh, I, his 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 bluntness, I I, his his realness, his maybe. sincerity. Well, it's interesting cuz I in this in that question, I think I would probably lean towards Aaron Rodgers. What? Because Aaron Rodgers is going to say, "Don't worry about it." <laughs> so it's so from a media standpoint, we would say you're crazy. Of course we're going to worry about it. But from a fan standpoint, you're going to say, you know, he's probably right. Remember the whole relaxed thing? And he was right about that. Yeah, but Packers fan, had they had equity. And he had equity, yeah. I should say. Yeah. He had equity within that fan base. He had him a championship, a couple and, of MVPs. Exactly. Relax, so they, we'll so, get it. And they were good. Uh-huh. And they were just under, they were underperforming. You could tell they were underperforming. Yeah. It wasn't, they were flawed. They were just underperforming. And so he was right. Imagine Jeter saying but, to but, Yankee fans, "Relax." Not that he ever would do it yeah. like that. We'd buy it. All right. Well, I got you, Cap. We're but, good. If, but I, I think it would play. And the reason I, I say I would take Aaron Rodgers' um, side on this as opposed to what how Derek Carr might react. Again, this is all speculative. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How because Aaron, if if Aaron Rodgers is here, this team is going to be good. So if they're playing bad, it's because they're underperforming. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's it's if if they're pl- and it's. My, most likely not going to be Aaron Rodgers is underperforming. Um, it'll be chemistry and the things like that. If Derek Carr is in that exact same situation and they're underperforming, it might be because of Derek Carr. So I think it's just it's just it's it's unique. I think media will view it one way, fans will view it another way. Okay, yeah, that's. I don't know that there's a right or wrong answer there. It's a little complex. I'm with you on that. All speculative. What's that? It's all speculative. Of course it is. Until Rogers is here and the presser happens and he's a jet, and it's not. Then we stop speculating. Then we start celebrating with nobody. Or commiserate. <laughs> <laughs> Something with, uh, with an I-N at the end. Uh, take your tyranny on the fan. 877-337-6666 is our number. Let's get back to using it. Kevin's in Nutley. What up, Kev? How are you? What's up, God, fellas? How you guys doing today? All's good, man. Good. How you doing, buddy? So, so, you know what? I'm going to touch on both your points. BT, I've showed your video to my buddies all week in, like, nauseam. So, like... Really quick, Tiki mentioned earlier that he doesn't know if Aaron Rodgers wants to be here. I think Aaron Rodgers, if you look at the Jets roster, has the best chance to win. And I think he has a little bit of that of LeBron in him where he still wants to win and be the best. But for me, it's like these conversations, and I'm a diehard Jet fan, these conversations I'm having with Jet fans make me want to bang my head on the window. Like, (laughs) how do we consider anything but Aaron Rodgers? Once the Sacramento Kings make the playoffs this year, because they will, the Jets will have the longest playoff drought in professional sports. So, like, 
Do we think if Derek Carr comes here, we're going to be this perennial playoff team all of a sudden? What we do know is that when Aaron Rodgers comes here, the Jets will be a playoff team, and we've been yearning for that. So, like, how this is a conversation, listen, I get the financials. I get having to use assets and trade picks, and I understand Derek Carr comes, and it's a finance. Like, I get everything behind it on the back end, but the fact that there's a conversation that that shouldn't be unequivocally the number one choice, BT, because I'm with you, makes me just astonished as a Jet fan. I sit there in November in the pouring rain watching Mike White play and wondering, what the heck am I doing? Uh-huh. I sit there and watch for nine games next year, and it's like the team's going to the playoffs, and we've been missing that. It's but a ludic- Kevin, it's ludicrous. Listen, I think to me... It is the it's I think it's the art of self-preservation on a strange psychological level. I think what's happening for those Jet fans who are lukewarm on Rodgers or fully resistant toward Rodgers coming here, I think that that's an internal mechanism to prepare themselves mm. from the nationwide fodder that will inevitably come our way. Because let's face it, if they get Rodgers and they fail, it's going to be a lot worse than if you get Carr and you fail. If the Jets, think about this. Uh, Leave it to the Jets to ruin Rodgers. Leave it to the Jets (laughs) for for us to finally find out Rodgers is truly done. Only the Jets can get another Hall of Famer, and he does nothing. Car, it's almost a little built in, like, well, yeah. we know he's what good. What was our expectation yeah, yeah, anyway? We don't expect the Super Bowl, so we're kind of preparing ourselves on some weird, it's a weird psychological dance, and it's pathetic. Mm. But I think that's part of the equation. Yeah. I think Jet fans are scared to get hurt again. It's, I do. It's, it's hard to dispute that. <laughs> I'm just saying, screw it. I've already been hurt. I'll take the pain. I'll talk. Give me more. I'll roll the dice. Well, eventually, run we'll, me over. Eventually, we'll find out. Eventually, Aaron Rodgers will let us know. And again, by the way, all I need from Aaron Rodgers is some indication that the Jets are an option. I have no indication that they're an option, and you have no indication that they're not. True, true. But I know that Derek Carr uses the Jets as an option, or he, he uses the Jets as leverage. He could, but he's also got to get offers from somebody. <laughs> he doesn't have any yet. Yes, sir. That is true. Let me get Anthony on Long Island. What's up, Ant? How you doing today, bud? Tiki and Tierney, how you guys doing? Well, good, man. What's, What's up? up, bud? Hey, I just had a question for Tiki as far as the Giants go. Um, yep. This is just, just my my way of thinking as a Giants fan, 42 years. Um, I think they just, just let Saquon go, uh, probably draft either Bijan, the kid from Texas. He's going to go from- too high. He's going to go way oh, too high. But there, but there, right, but well, there are options. You're right. So you know, but right. basically what you're saying is draft another running back because there's some there are a bunch of right. options coming out in the draft this year. Absolutely. The kid from Alabama, Gibbs, is really good, too. I love that kid. You know, you can't go wrong with guys from Alabama. There's like 50 of them in the NFL. <laughs> I know, you know, right? There's... Every year. Every year yeah, is at every... least at and least my... two, probably like four first-rounders from Alabama. Right. Even when right. they're not and good. My... They didn't make the SEC championship or the Final Four, but still. And, and my, my other thing I would do is, of course, you got to franchise Jones. And if you franchise Jones, the money you would have given Barkley, you could just trade for T. Higgins next year's first rounder. Yep, because he's on—he's still on his rookie deal. Exactly, and that money you would have given Barkley, you give to T. Higgins on a new contract, mm-hmm. and you go from there. And yeah. the rest of the draft, you just draft defense or the the biggest needs you have, offensive, which is line. offensive line. Yep, probably and guard. Defense. But you can get a great guard in the second round. Look, there, there's right. many ways to go. I mean, I was looking at this. Um, this this breakdown of Daniel Jones, like what he had around him, and it was mainly focused on the offensive line and how they were twenty fourth, I want to say, uh, PFF ranking and pass blocking and fourteenth and run blocking, which is pretty good. But 
even looking at Saquon, Saquon had a really good year. Mm-hmm. Really good year. No w- question. Wasn't great, um, but it was really good. PFF grade wise, he's fifteen. Yeah. I mean, so so again, yeah. it's a PFF grade. It doesn't tell you like what happened in the game or you know his impact in the locker. It doesn't tell you any of that stuff. It's just purely grading. But you know, some people are you know want to position the Saquon season which was important because it was a rebound season for him. But some people want to position it as like he's 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 now back to that rookie of the year, top five running back in the National Football League. It, that's not actually what his season was. And so the Giants have a real tough decision with him because he's more valuable than his statistics tell you. But at what price is what is what it's going to come down to, especially when you're not up against the cap, but you're going to have some cap situations if this Daniel Jones contract doesn't get worked out and you have to franchise them and spend thirty-five or whatever it is million dollars on this year's cap to keep him. That's what makes it difficult. When you say he's more valuable than his stats say, what exactly do so you mean? He's a he's a leader in the team. He's 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 one of those guys that needed to prove himself, and so and he when he does, you kind of want to keep that guy, okay? Because it's an example of what it means to 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 buy in to be a giant to be a giant to buy in. And okay. so that's that's why he's valuable. But the number is what's going to be concerning, I think, for this Giants team if he stays on the 16, which I don't think he will. I think he'll come back to the 13-ish area. It's just a matter of the structure and and how you fit it under the cap to make everything work because there are still a lot of needs. We talk about it all the time, wide receiver, linebacker, corner, et cetera. They can't spend all their money on their quarterback and their running back. They no, just can't. Not, there's too many holes. You know, I, I did this about a, mm, two weeks or so ago. I, I guess right after the loss of the Giants, we were trying to diagnose, mm-hmm. uh, to, the, uh, to the Eagles, we were diagnosing his ultimate value to the team. Saquon. Trying to, at least. Yeah, yeah Saquon. And, you know, the one thing that I pointed out, and, and I know that this isn't incredibly appealing to everybody, but I, I, I think you have to incorporate this. I mean, just look at the rushing leaders from a year ago, incorporate this in your thought process, and it might seem painful now, but it might bear fruit tomorrow. Josh Jacobs, right? Mm-hmm. Very late first-round pick. Derrick Henry, these are in order. Total yards gained rushing. Yeah. Derrick Henry, second-round pick. Yeah. Nick Chubb, second-round pick. Saquon, obviously, the top three pick. Uh, Miles Sanders, fourth or fifth round. Dalvin Cook, middle rounds. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields, quarterback. McCaffrey, top 10. Uh, ETN was drafted late by the Jaguars. Aaron Jones, middle round pick. Yeah, he was their second first round pick. I ETN, think he right? was. I th- Yes, I think they went defense first, yeah. and I believe they went ETN. I think you're right with that. And then you keep going down the list here. You know, Ramondre Stevens and Kenneth Walker, Michigan State, not a first round pick. Mm-hmm. There's an overwhelming. Best running backs are in the second round, just saying. Yeah, by the way, Brees, you're right, Brees Hall. I know you try to <laughs> put the shadow on yourself there, but I'm going to put the spotlight on my boy Brees, who probably would have won the title if he doesn't yeah. get hurt. And, and, and you know, it's a lot just, of second-round picks to be, just to be real, Just to be real, for running back, it's better to be drafted in the second round because you can't get screwed on the fifth-year op- the, the option. Yeah, but I hear you. But the amount of money that you don't make on the first round, does it always equate to well, – Coming out on the right end, it depends on how good you are. I, like if you if you explode at that point, it's yeah. good for you. Yeah, but you obviously rather be a top ten pick because you make twenty five to thirty million dollars right off the bat. Saquon's already banked twenty five or thirty. I think it was thirty. 31, 30 low thirties. Yeah, it was thirty something his rookie deal. And what do you think Nick Chubb made those first four years? Bupkis. Five million. Two, I was going to say two and a half. Maybe. maybe. Well, maybe. he was actually very early round two, so probably closer to four or five. Yeah, but not a lot. About twenty five percent of what Saquon made. Less. No doubt. No so, doubt. 
you know, it depends if you really pop, like Kamara pops, Cook yeah. pop, they get that second deal, they're going to get banged. And you but. get it, and those guys were late around, so they got it early. That's true. So basically got it after their third year. Mm-hmm. 877-337-6666. The number here, Frank is uh, Cape Cod, home of those uh, <laughs> Red Sox. Frank, what's up, buddy? How are you? Hey, guys, listen, this is the best show on the radio. Thank you, brother. Appreciate and, you. And, uh, Tiki, there was no bigger fan of Tiki Barber, number 21, than my household. And it is so good that I get to spend every day with you again all these years listening to you on the radio, brother. Oh, thank it's a you, pleasure man. to have you back in I, New York. I appreciate that. Thank you, bro. Just want to got to touch base on this Aaron Rodgers situation. And BT, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna blow me up and want to hang up on me. <laughs> but this guy every year, he doesn't know if his heart's in it. He doesn't know if he wants to play football. He doesn't know if he wants to come back to the Packers. The Packers brought this guy in. They've made this guy a gazillionaire. <laughs> no one has given more to, to Aaron Rodgers than the Packers organization. And look what he does to them every year. Yeah. To see the Jets invest all their assets, mortgage their future, for a guy that you can't tell me 12 months from now isn't going to be doing the same thing. Okay, yeah. I mean, if okay, they, okay. They have that, a that's a real concern. Or no, they it's have not. an injury, this time next year he may say, ah, i got to go in a hole. I don't know if I want to come back. So <laughs> you mortgage the future. Okay. All right, no, hold on, Frank, Frank, hold on, hold on, Frank, Frank, Frank. Okay, Okay, hold on, stop. Go, go, baby, go. This is the, (laughs) these are the rehearsed lines. Almost like you have a political conversation. No, no, hold on, we're going to have some some fun. We're going to have some fun. So you ever engage in a political debate with somebody, and we don't do it on the air, but off the air you have those conversations, right? And the thing that drives me nuts about political conversations is that too many people go to these conversations armed with three or four data points. They rifle them off, and then the other person rifles there, and there, there's no resolution. There, there's never an answer. Mm-hmm. You come to the table with three or four talking points to further your point, and we get nowhere. We All need right, a middle so we party. get nowhere. BTNR are starting the middle party. We're going to call it the middle party. Hey, I, I'm, <laughs> of, I'm right? just looking at this guy's Hold on a this sec. Hold on. Hold on. History. Okay. Go ahead. So go you're ahead. coming. You're not coming with a political point, but you're coming armed with a with a – with rehearsed rhetoric, you you said three times in the call it's going to mortgage the Jets' future. Explain how, because that's a fallacy. Explain how. How are they going to mortgage the future? You're giving, how? You're giving up assets. Okay. How, what what are you giving up though? What are you giving up? Million dollars. That, that's you're just money. You, you can make no, no, You can make money back. That's not the future. Keep going. You're going to give up a first. No, you're, you're not. Going to trade Zach Wilson. You're probably going to have to first. first. I I think you're 0 for 3 so far. You're not going to give up Zach Wilson to the Packers because they don't want him. I don't think that you're going to definitely have to give up a first, and money is money, and you can always make money back. So you're maybe 1 for 3, probably 0 for 3. Yeah, but it what is your mortgage. Right. And Frank, I, I hear what I'm you're gonna, saying. Well, you hear what he's saying, but he's wrong. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to call you in 12 months, and you're not going to know where you stand with your quarterback if, if you make this trade for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, well, listen, I, here, that's way, possible, I, I don't Frank. Dis- I don't disagree with but that, But that doesn't mean that you mortgage the future. That's a different I, line. I, I don't think we have any I idea. Guy, I want a guy who cannot wait to get up in the morning, get to work, and play football and want to be a New York Jet. Yo, Carr was here last week. He spent the weekend. You know, he wants to be here. You know, you, you, you're going all in on a guy that can't tell you he lo- you know he loves playing football. All right. I, I don't I, love listen, it, man. I, I, Frank, I appreciate the call, buddy. Thank you. And I, I enjoy the exchange there as well. Listen, I admit, I admit 
that there's a chance that Rodgers comes. Let, let me give you two scenarios. Let's say he comes here and he bombs, right? Mm-hmm. Then he's probably going to say, I'm done. And at that point, I'll say, good. <laughs> I don't. We don't need, like, if you yeah. bomb, all right, you, you leave some money on the table. I don't think you're giving up the premium asset. I've said that since day one. So no harm, no foul. I think that the comp will be connected to how long he plays and how well he does. So I think that that'll take care of itself. If he comes here and he bombs, he retires. Big deal. If he comes here and he does well but falls short of the Super Bowl or even the conference championship game, but the vibe is good, yeah. bank it. He's coming back for year two. So it's already a win-win. If he comes back or if he comes and wins the Super Bowl and retires, we win anyway. I don't see a lose-lose proposition. The only lose-lose is – the only lose, half-lose – is if he comes here, he stinks, he's not fully engaged, it's a rough PR year, then you got to, yes, then you have to find a new quarterback. But then you go find a new one. Yeah, but that's easier said than done, obviously. Not really. There's seven quarterbacks available this year. Yeah, true. There'll be five more next year. But I think at some point that stops. It has to, right? Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the Packers are saying that they're interested, you know, contrary to the report yesterday, that they're ready to move on. But it's caveated with they want him to be fully bought in, meaning come to the OTAs, being be around for spring workouts. This is according to uh, uh, Pelissaro, um, who con- you contradicted the report from yesterday. It said they were ready to move on. But again, all this is dependent upon what Aaron Rodgers wants to do. And we have no idea because Aaron Rodgers hasn't said anything yet. Now, eventually he will. He's come out of his, his, his cave, and he's ready to, I think, get on with his life slash professional career. But until we know, until there's an indication, Jets, you can't put all your eggs in the basket of Aaron Rodgers. I just think when people call up and say you're mortgaging the future, I think that that's, I think that that's just patently incorrect. Yeah, I don't think it's, it's, it's wrong. Also, we have no idea what the what the actual asking price is going to be for Aaron Rodgers. A year ago, it was multiple, meaning last offseason. Coming off the two MVPs yep, in a row. It was Multiple first-round yep. picks, a yep. day-two pick, and probably your quarterback. Yeah, probably. Right? Whoever, whoever you were getting traded from, they wanted your quarterback as well. Mm-hmm. But that's not the case anymore. No, you want to – like, say if the Jets had the third overall pick and they could take a quarterback or they could – or the, and the pack – or they – like, the way you mortgage the – and this is why it's wrong. If the Jets sent the top five pick to the Packers, which they don't even have, and it's not going to happen, then you could say, I can't mortgage. And I would agree with you with, with, at that point. No, I'd rather take a quarterback if you needed one top five, if there was one that you loved. That's mortgaging the future. You're not taking a quarterback at 13. And you're not gonna, I don't know that you're going to have to give up 13. You're not mortgaging the future. Doesn't guarantee a Super Bowl, hmm. but could you please stop saying you're mortgaging the future? You're not. 877-337-6666. We got you till 2. That's Cartner Roberts on the fan. This is pretty good news. I just saw this on uh, Twitter. Mitchell Robinson just wrapped up practice. And Tom Thibodeau says there's a chance you're going to play tomorrow against the Wizards as the Knicks resume their season. Uh, that'll be awesome. He's been out a while. January 19th. Uh, they were 8-6 and six without him. And, you know, you do some digging on. So everybody knows he's a great offensive rebounder. He blocks shots. You know, he's got the best net rating of any Nick regular. It's, it's nice. about time he's back, baby. It's about time. Yeah, man. I'm I'm getting extra juice for this Knicks Eastern Conference Finals. Hey, listen. The way Josh Hart has come into this team, yep. I can't wait to see what they look like with Mitchell Robinson out there instead of, and now, listen, he's doing a heck of a job. In his Sims place. and Hartenstein. 
Yeah. Sims, uh, I'm good. Yeah, he's, it's, he's, it's, a, it's a different yeah, level. Exactly. I mean, you, you, listen, you're going to get some. And now with Brunson, who's fully asserted himself, and now, like, if you're scouting the Knicks in advance and you get ready to play him, you see, all right, Jalen Brunson, now we know this, but now the entire league knows, well, last year wasn't a fluke. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. In the first, like, he's just, he's a star. He's a star, baby. So you've got to react to him on the perimeter. And he's, I mean, just, he's going to throw it up all night. And Mitch is going to catch it and flush it. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really fun. And he's making his money in that mid-range with that little quick pull Oh, up. yeah. And it's it's one of the more nice little step back, bang. It's catching everybody off. I don't know now if the league's going to figure out how to catch up to that at some point. I don't think but so. But I'll tell you right now, if they do, I have enough faith in Jalen Brunson as a Basketball player to make a basketball it keep, yep. Yeah, he's yeah. going to hit Josh Hart in the corner, drilling a three. Well, that and you know, and thank other, God it's Josh Hart instead of R.J. Barrett shooting that three now. Bro. I was going to say that too. You know, the other thing now, I I don't I don't know that that that's going to do this anytime soon here, but you know, when Barrett has these clunkers, you know, one for nine, zero oh for seven from downtown. You know what? You're not playing thirty five minutes tonight. You're playing nineteen or twenty. Mm-hmm. You know, and maybe I'll give you, like, if you start the game 0 for 6, instead of the guaranteed substitution pattern, or, you know, regular minutes that he's been on since day one as a Nick, you've got an option now. Okay, Grimes, you're playing five extra minutes. Hart, you're playing five. McBride, you're getting back off the off the bench for a few here. We're doing something else. We're not, go- like, if they're able to navigate these stretches of Barrett's inefficiency, mm-hmm. uh, the I'm not here to make any bold declaration. I've already made that last week. Next Eastern Conference Finals. <laughs> it, they're going to be hard to beat. This going to be really fun. So anyway, Teak was just out of the room when I was giving you the Mitchell Robinson update. He's coming back, uh, and he might play tomorrow night, which is pretty awesome. All right, though, let's hit it, buddy. Thank you, sir. I mean, dude, uh, everybody's just been butchering this. The soccer, you messed it up the other day. Awful. The Islanders minus a goal and a half last night. Chasing that plus money. Got it wrong. Take it, Tierney Daily Picks. Who's going to make amends? Brought to you by Superbook Sports. Better odds, favorable prices. Bye. Ramsey Mons. Did you get another shot at it? I'm letting them. <laughs> I know, man. It's crazy. I was I was sitting over here. I was expecting nothing today. You know what? This is my way of... This is actually... You know what I'm doing here? I want... There's this undercurrent of people clamoring for me to take back the reins because I win them money. So this is like me kind of feeding the ego a little bit. As, as, as you guys do poorly, uh, I become more important. Ramsey Mazda, choose wisely, choose Ramsey Mazda.
and by Flag and Anthem, real clothes, real life. Visit flagandanthem.com. Zoo, give us a winner. Come on. I mean, I am desperate for a winner here, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I hope people are listening right now, listening to this, and not just gonna hear the pick part. Because the way I love to bet the NBA and the way I have made a lot of money this year betting the NBA, I'm by sure a lot of people have lost yes. it. Yes. Betting the quarters, oh. over unders. So okay. I'm telling people tonight. Okay. Detroit, they're they're okay. They're on the come up. They give up a ton of points. They're playing down in Orlando. Orlando scores a lot. Good home team too. Great home yeah. team. I mean, they should be they should be a lot better than they are. We'll leave that to a different discussion. Every quarter, take their over tonight. I'm taking overall for the pick of the day. Orlando Magic over 117 and a half at home versus the Detroit Pistons. I like it. Uh, anytime you can kind of get on those Pistons there against them, uh, oh, I yeah. like it. Orlando could score. God, I like that one. I also said I liked last night. A mm-hmm. little bad luck there with the Isles. You know, two to one. They won the game, didn't cover the goal and a half. All right, let's Very go, Magic. Let's go. 877 337 6666 is our number. Uh, Joe's in Brick. Joe's on the fan. What's up, Joe? Hey, guys. Uh, thank you for taking my call. I love this show. Thank you, man. Brandon, I love it. I love it. I, I listen to it every day. Thanks, Joe. I, I've been a WFAN fan for a long time. Now, listen, I'm diehard Jets, Knicks, Yanks. So, K, Brandon, I, I love what you're saying, but listen, hear me out. We're not mourning in the future. Listen, if we're getting Aaron Rodgers for. You know, maybe a pick or so, like maybe for like this year. I'm not trading multiple picks when you got a guy like Derek Gordon. I think he'd be fine. Listen, he had a bad year this year. Okay, I don't believe in McDaniel's. I think he's terrible. Okay, that's number one. He, he would have had a better year with us. Okay, you don't got a mortgage in the future. You just paid a guy. Okay, you know that wasn't he's garbage. He's garbage. I don't trust them to draft a quarterback. So you say like. Okay, fine. Let's let them draft. You know what I mean? With these picks, whatever. I don't trust the Jets organization to draft the quarterback. Yes, they No, they better not. They better not. That's that's the point. Joe, you're making a good point. If the Jets fail again with the quarterback, let's say Zach ends up having to play, whatever, and they fail, they got to just go free agency. They cannot draft another quarterback. And have it fail. Well, they can't draft it in a high-profile spot. Yeah. I, let's say if they let's say if they get Derek Carr or Rodgers. Mm-hmm. I mean, theoretically, but I yeah, they can't they be can't, against they, taking a flyer on a middle-round quarterback now to development. One hundred percent. Hell, do it in the second round. Yeah, but don't don't put the expectation. No, on. I don't even know if I do it in second because they're so you close. You may be right. Yeah, it's true. You know, you second get rounders safety, have become yeah, seven seven second rounders have become more like first rounders quarterbacks yeah. wise. Um. They're they're more they're they're not a project. A project is like a fourth rounder, third or fourth rounder. Like uh, Morgan, who was the guy that uh, right? Mike, Mike Mike Morgan. I think it was Mike Morgan. Morgan's an old pitcher. No, I think it was Mike. But there's also a Morgan. It was definitely Morgan. Was it was like a fourth round pick. James Morgan. That sounds right. (laughs) I think it was James Morgan. That sounds right from JMU, right? Yeah. (laughs) And we're gonna get a punter. He's he's yeah. Oh, you mean Brayden Mann? Oh yeah. We gotta get a punter. Um, so, as I get ready to read. Yes, it is. No, I'm going to get a call. I'm going to actually read after. Oh, here we go. Frank's in Middletown. What's going on, Frank? What? What's the matter? Frank? Oh, hello? What's the matter, Frank? <laughs> yes, Frank. Hello? Yes, Frank. What's going on? You're a, you're a big Nick fan, right? 
Uh, yes, huge. Okay, and you're saying they're going to make the Eastern Conference Finals? Going to make the Eastern Conference Finals, Frank. Did you not hear the show last week? Do you drink a lot of Kool-Aid? No. Because you've got to be kidding. <laughs> That's a joke. There's about six teams better than them. Yeah, but name them. You've got to be kidding. Name them. Six teams. Go. Philadelphia, Milwaukee. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Start, start. Go ahead. Give me, the Celtics. Give, give me a chance to react. Philadelphia, debatable. Next. Debatable? Next. Debatable. Next. You gotta be kidding me. Next. You have two. You have two players on your whole team. Next. You, it's not next. You have two players on your whole team. Listen, are you gonna play the game, Frank, or no? Next. Um, Cleveland. Debatable. Who's scaring you um, about on Philly? Joel, uh, Frank, you, your conference, your point has lost a lot of steam. You came in swinging. <laughs> you already, you already panted and breathed heavy after five punches. Philly, come on, man. Philly doesn't have enough. To you tell make, me the to, Knicks to, can't beat Philly. They beat them already. Of course but, they can. They could beat Cleveland. They, the Celtics are better, and the Bucks are better. That's it. Mm. That's two. Give me four more. Tyrese Maxey is uh, this is terrifying to me. Tyrese Maxey. Terrifying. He he's, doesn't seem to be a great matchup for the Knicks. PJ, I'll give you P, that. PJ, I'm I'm joking. No, no. T- Tyrese, I'm not. Tyrese Maxey actually PJ, PJ is good. He, we don't defend him well. James Harden. No, no, listen. I'm telling you. They could beat Philly. They beat Philly. I'm, I'm not worried <laughs> they about beat that. Boston. I'm not saying they're going to get on the air. They're going to beat Boston. They should beat Philly, I think, in a, in a seven-game yeah. series. Six teams. Name six teams that are better than the Knicks in the Eastern Conference right now. The Go. only two teams that I think truthfully. Boston, that would, Bucks. Wh- no, I think we could beat Boston in a seven-game series with the right things who, working. Who do you think? I think the Bucks and I think the Cavs. I just don't think we match up well with either of them. Okay, even if you're right, maybe we don't match up well. But to say that the Knicks can't beat the Cavs is ridiculous. I, I think you, I think they could. I think that's just a series. I don't think they get swept in any other series versus any Eastern teams. Those are two I could see it happen. Oh, I don't think the Knicks would get swept by anybody in the entire NBA. Bring the Nuggets in here if that, mm. that, that would happen to the play. Got nobody. God. Nobody. Uh, the Nuggets. The West, I have zero fear. Knicks ain't getting swept by anybody. The, the, West is, the West is what the East was when I was a little kid. Yeah, like yeah, yeah it, has, it has flipped a little bit, yeah. You know, the other day we were loading the Mets and uh, that Super Bowl commercial. Had a little fun with that. You know, social media doing some good stuff. Uh, just perplexed by, it's not the Yankees official accounts. actually out of the Yes Network. Just an odd tweet. I don't know why I find it odd. Go ahead. So it's like a five-second video, mm-hmm. and it just starts staring at somebody's ass, right? It's, I'm going to show it to you in a minute. What? Yeah. Like, so their back is to the camera, and they're wearing, you know, Yankee pinstripe pants, and they, it starts zooming in on his behind, okay. right? Then it goes up to the shoulders, and it's Josh Donaldson. Like, why would they even do that? Are they trolling us? I don't know. Why, why would they do that? They know how much Josh Donaldson is not liked here for baseball reasons. They just like the camera angle, maybe? I guess. Thought they were being artistically creative? Yeah, I mean, maybe. Uh, it would have been better if it was Judge or Rizzo or one of the young kids. Donaldson? Mm. I do think he's going to hit this year. I told that Tiki yesterday. Um, you know what? Since I, I think I've got to back that up with some numbers. Zoo, do me a favor. Write down these numbers and put them in the drawer, our drawer predictions here. Every time we make something, uh, we want to, you know, want to be held accountable here. Uh, I'm going to say Donaldson goes for 23 home runs. It's mm. a lot. Tw- I know. <laughs> 23 doubles. 80 RBIs. 
OPS 790. Would you be satisfied with that season? I would be. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, it's almost 800 OPS from mm-hmm. great fielding third baseman. Yeah. Yeah, I would be. All 20 be- plus all, bombs? All because the Yankees posted a Twitter His behind video. looks very much in shape, yes. <laughs> God, no. Ass. no, no, I've been saying that for a while. You know that. <laughs> I know. Just... And even last year, like when they brought him in, I know a lot of it was with IKF tied into that, et cetera. BT Gary, gets, Gary Sanchez. BT got sucked into the thirst trap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, um, I've always had a soft spot for Donaldson. I remember uh-huh. when I was out in Oakland, I told you I was with Billy B, and he's like, you're going to love this guy. Football mentality. Then I saw him swing, and I'm like, yeah, he's just a baseball player. And, and I thought, I mean, I was stunned how poorly he played a year ago. That was just substandard at the plate. I get that. I get that. You think the New York but stage effect had any effect there? I, I actually do. And I, I do in the sense that I think he— and We wa- talk about it all the time, like how hard it is to play in New York. Mm-hmm. Now, he may not present it. He may not have the like media malfunctions that we're usually talking about. Yeah. But it is a big stage. It is. And listen, I think, there's, I think the stage can impact you one or two ways. I think—well, three— you could either thrive on the state, like Reggie. Mm-hmm. Reggie came here, embraced it. You know, I'm the I'm the the, the stir that stir, the uh, the straw that stirs the drink. He alienated his teammates, but he propped himself up and he delivered it by going bonkers in the World Series with the three home runs, et cetera. All right, so Reggie thrived. You can either thrive, you can stumble because you're overwhelmed, like somebody like Ed Whitson, mm-hmm. or yeah, there's a lot of others too, or you can stumble. Because you really you you love the energy of the stage, but you just almost want it so badly. Not that you're intimidated, you're 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 meshing with it, but your your wires get rerouted. And I think that that's what happened to Josh. Mm. I think he wanted so badly to crush it. Not every player wants to do well, but he's an intense football mentality type of guy. He's intense, man. And I think when you're an intense type of player in baseball. More than any other sport, when things go a little bit off, yeah, it's easy to get derailed. Your slumps are yeah. are, are a little bit longer and a little bit more problematic because you dig deeper. And in baseball, when you dig deeper, you're dead. I think he just comes in with a different mentality this year. I really do. I think he's going to be a much better player. Hicks, um, I I don't want to see him on the team. <laughs> Donaldson, I'm actually prepared to give another chance. Let me get uh, Bill in West Islip. What's up, Bill? How you doing today? Hey, how you doing, guys? What's up, hey. dude? Thanks for taking my call. I got a question for you. I'm, I'm going back to this Aaron Rodgers thing. Do you think he took a page out of Brett Favre's notebook with what's going on now? I mean, it seems like it's exactly the same scenario. Yeah. Well, it's, he did it's not. The, the circumstances are very different. I think it's just coincidence that one of the landing spots is the, is the Jets. Because if the Jets right, were te- if I'm, the Jets if the Jets were terrible, we wouldn't it, it wouldn't this wouldn't be the conversation. He would it wouldn't even be an option. And we know what the Brett Favre situation was. He wanted to go to Minnesota. There was no way they were trading him in conference, certainly not in division. So he had to come to the Jets, which was really the only team that would take him for a one-year rental and see what would happen. And then he goes to Minnesota, leads him to the AFC Championship game, and throws an interception on his last play of the game, just like he did his last play in Green Bay. So I th- it's different. It's very, very different than what Aaron, what, what uh, Brett Favre went through. I think it's just coincidence. I think it just it just happens to be that one of the teams, meaning the Jets, one of the teams that Aaron Rodgers potentially could go through go to. I got a question for you. Uh, let's say instead of year three for Zach, it was year two, and everything else is the same. Mm-hmm. Rodgers might want to leave Green Bay, meaning w- we're going into year two. Would the Jets be in? No, I think you're right. I think they would go get a. They do what they did, what the Giants did with Tyrod Taylor. 
they'd go get a, a vet like that who's capable of playing should it not well, I don't know if they do that because they didn't do it last year for them. They, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but they were they just ran it wrong. We know they ran it wrong. Yeah, yeah. And then by the time they tried to do it, yeah, it was too late. No, I agree. And so they had they were oh let's go uh, Joe Flacco. <laughs> Come on, dude, really? There were a lot of people. You had it, to go get a viable option, and they just waited. Too yeah, long. I definitely took a lot of the cheese last year with Zach, and and I still haven't given up on the kid. But I mean, it wasn't just us. Like it's one thing to pump up our own, mm-hmm. which which we do, and we also you know. Cut yeah, down our own quicker. Yeah, we're, we're faster both ways, Cause right? Because we, we know. Because we care. Yes. Because but we, we also care know more. when we see it. Yes. But. We know what they do very well, yeah. and we knew it, we know every little tiny thing that they don't do well. All right? So, um, and we, we fixate on that because it's our guide. It's, it's, it's our passion. I think um, last year, going into year two for Zach, take away us. All the national media thought Zach Wilson was mm-hmm. going to be incredible last year. Of course. Orlovsky, well, they all were Romo. Na- I mean, Romo. Well, I mean, Romo says that yeah. about every. Yeah. <laughs> Arnold's going to be great. Arnold's going to be great. Uh-huh. Zach's going to be great. I'm sure he said Mark Sanchez is going to be great if they asked him when he was playing for the Cowboys. Like Romo says, every Jet's going to be great. Yeah, I think I think because in his rookie season, or coming off of his rookie season, you chalked up some of the alarmingly bad moments to not having a good team around. Him. Yep. And so it wasn't all his fault. I mean, obviously, some of it was his fault. If you watch, if you go watch tape, he's doing the same things he did last year. But it's, but you're saying in your mind, eh, it's not, it's not his fault. Nobody was open, was bad routes, et cetera. Just chucking and ducking, yeah, trying to make exactly. it happen. So, so it wasn't all his fault. But now this year, when there's so much talent around him, it, you can't ignore. No, for sure. What, what, what was his fault? Yep. Whereas this is his rookie year, you kind of ignored what was his fault because one, he was a rookie, and two, they just were a bad team. Undeniable. Let's go to New Haven. Dave's on the fan. What's going on, Davey? Hey, what's going on, fellas? Hey. Uh, thanks what's up, for dude? taking my call. Um, it's a couple things I wanted to talk about. First and foremost is the salary cap. Uh, the salary cap is isn't it supposed to go from like two hundred eight to two forty four this year? In I thought the it was two twenty four. No, it's two twenty four this year. Um, okay, Dave. It, so it's two hundred. It, I don't. I don't think it was two hundred eight. It was it 212, was two twelve. It was less than two hundred no. last year, right? Was well, it? Well, you may be right. And, actually. It, and then it, and it really rocketed it up to two twenty four. Yeah. Next year, it's projected to be two thirty five. And okay. you know, ten to eleven, twelve million dollar increments from then forward because of the new deal that's coming in. So the, the cap is so, going to get huge. In, in three years, it's going to be two hundred and sixty million dollars. So with that said, like signing the QB, like Jones, giving them the deal, yeah, for the big money, which I'm I'm not totally sold on forty million for the guy, but yeah, is it really going to hurt that much? To it's not. It's not. That's, that's why. That's why I've always said that. The only t- only reason it hurts is because this season, this coming year, they don't have a ton of flexibility. Now, they can restructure and move things around, and Leonard Williams could take a pay cut or restructure, whatever it could be. You know, Dexter Lawrence, you give a long-term deal. He's on his fifth-year option, um, and so you give him a long-term deal. It spreads out that money as opposed to lumping it all on one on one season. There's ways that they can manufacture some cap space, but they need about $11 million for the rookies, for, for their draft picks, and then they have 30 two or so million left for, I mean, uh, 42 or so million left for the rest of the roster. And so if you don't do a long deal with Daniel Jones, you basically gonna have nine to $10 million to sign everybody else. You cook, then you go in the way, exactly. you have no so chance you, to win. You got to get a long-term deal done with Daniel Jones. Yeah. Julian Love staying? I just don't know what the cap space is going to be there. Uh-huh. Julian, not, Julian Love's not like a, he's not a top end, 
top paid safety in 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 the in the NFL, but he's not also a league minimum guy. So he's squarely in that you know, probably seven eight million dollar a year range. And what are the how are the Giants going to do that if they only have you know five or six million dollars to work with? They well, just can't do it. Well, Dove just said it shouldn't matter. It's all fungible anyway. Yeah, it is fungible. That's what he just said, but I think I think I think Julian Love is going to have some. I mean, he was the captain. He was the green dot. You know, yeah. when Xavier McKinney went out, he, he had a really good season. I had a bad Eagles game in the divisional round, but other than that, he had a really good season. So you think he's back? I hope he's back. I think that someone's going to offer him a deal. I, I get that sense, And the too. Giants just aren't going to be able to match it. I get that sense, too. Yeah. Right? They're just not going to have the space to do it. <clears throat> so unless he takes a team-friendly deal, but why, you know, why who, would does, he do that? Who, do, who does that No anymore? need to do that. Get paid. Unless you absolutely love it here and believe in the staff, you yeah. want to win as a giant, that's one reason. But, I mean, and if it's like a couple of million, yeah, totality. But if you're talking like 10, 12, 13 million, you got to take the money. Uh, Dan's in Lindhurst. What's up, Dan? How are you? Hey, how you doing, guys? What's Great happening? Show. What up, Danny? Hey, listen, real quick. Um, I'm done with the Aaron Rodgers drama every year. Like, uh, going Save back to the drama day, for your back. mama. <laughs> I'm just, really, I'm just done listening to it. But anyway, listen. Uh, so happy Joe Flacco got, getting into the Hall of Fame. I think it's long overdue. BT, I'm sure you agree. Absolutely. Uh, Pumped. Kiki, real quick, Kiki, how do you compare Flacco with Leonard Marshall? Leonard Marshall was tremendous. Oh, bro. man. It's I a, was looking at some of his, uh, I don't know what it was, 30 for 30 or something. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, there was something just on about him. I just saw Really? It. Yeah. He, he was dominant. The challenge with Leonard Marshall, it was kind of the challenge for my brother, is that there were so many great players on that team. Yeah. Right? And so. You just get lost, and you can't put everybody in in the conversation for the Hall of Fame, even though they deserve to be in the conversation for the Hall of Fame. It's just the reality yeah. of it, right? Look the, at the, some tape, BT. He, he was tremendous. He was tremendous. Yeah, Leonard Marshall. I mean, he was he was massive. Player. He was just a massive dude. And didn't he almost break uh, yeah. Joe Montana's head? Yeah. That was Marshall, right? Yeah, he On that was blind the one, side hit. Was it? Was it? Look at those numbers. Was it? Was it LT who missed? He, like he swum away from LT. To, like he backed away from LT and then got ready to throw, and Leonard Marshall just crushed him. He broke his back. Yeah, he did. He broke a few bones there. Let me see, Leonard. I think did he break his wrist? Because because I thought it was his back. He he, he hurt on him. that play. I know he hurt him because because Steve Young came in and played, but I can't I can't remember two exactly. Pro Bowls, two championships, obviously. Yeah, two but the, Pro Bowls get you into the whole thing. No, and that's the problem. So it's you're not making the Pro Bowl when. LT is beside you, and, and Carson is back there. And Coleco was four, and he was two-time All-Pro. Yeah, it's just a, it just, and he was a Defensive Player of the Year back in '81. Mm-hmm. UPI. Yeah, I'm so happy for Joe. I'm so happy for Joe. Deserved. Yeah, I, I'll tell Very you, well deserved. It's gonna be crazy out there in Canton, Ohio. It'd be awesome. It'd be it fun. is going to be nuts. Wow. So Rondé's getting in. Coleco's getting in. Revis is getting in. Mm-hmm. Jets are playing the Browns in the Hall of Fame game. <laughs> I mean, is, is, is Rodgers going to take some snaps that night, or do they keep him in? Honestly, is he going to play? I, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I mean, do you, do you give him a series? No, you try he's him not out playing there with Elijah at all. And, uh, he's not playing Garrett. at all. He's not playing out. Not in that game. Serious question. For whatever reason. If Either he is he's not G- on the team. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he never plays preseason. No, he doesn't. Okay, so if he is a Jet, do you play him a little bit? I mean, I would. I so would I, but I think I, it. I, I, I'm so over. You can't the, bust him out week one with I, not a single snap. I, I'm I'm very over the. I don't. We don't play vets in the preseason. I'm very over. But that. you know, it's never going to reverse. I know the trend. that, but it's I'm only so get over worse it. And worse and I, worse. I hate watching early season games 
or even calling them because that's when I end up calling a lot of the games because there's so many CBS teams. Yep. Calling early season games and watching slop because that's what yeah, it ends brutal. up being. It's hard. The first one's cool because you see a team's uniform again. It's the summer, yeah. you know. Ah, yeah, watch my boys for a little bit. And then it's like it gets all fast. And then you see Zach Wilson get hurt. And he's in space in the first game. Well, first play is basically a pick. Mm-hmm. And then he gets hurt. Ah, that was a rough night. Foreshadow. Yeah. That was foreshadow. It really was. <laughs> um, Tiki. See you tomorrow, buddy. See you for a non-football Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got to get a good baseball topic tomorrow. I got to come up with something really nice for everybody. I will. I will. Zoo, hopefully you get one right tonight. Good luck, pal. Let's get this chicken, baby. Let's go. Nixon, that's back tomorrow. Dove, good work out of you today. Thumbs up. What's that? Hoff is coming back. No, Hoff is out tomorrow. Yeah, Hoff is gone for a couple days. Hoff is in tomorrow. Hoff's back tomorrow. He's back. I'm out. Oh, but we're not going to miss you. We need Hoff. (laughs) I'm just kidding, Dove. Carter Roberts next. Have an awesome Thursday. We will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye, everybody. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.